This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. And we're back here on Inside Black and Gold. And, you know, it wouldn't be a Saints football week without a host of new injury questions to talk about. And that's what we got this week. Steve, I I haven't been out there. Full disclosure, I haven't been out there all week because I've been dealing with this some 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 illness let's call it an illness because that's what the saints are going to call it if i was on the injury report i would be listed as did not participate with an illness and that's where i will leave it but steve (laughs) you've been out there and what have we seen over the last two days um at saints practice yes you could say it's more obviously well yeah who you have seen a big return obviously is chris olave who's been dealing with a hamstring issue he's not a full go yet but a limited Wednesday, limited Thursday. Hopefully, we could see a full by Friday. But I even think, Jeff, if he's limited again Friday, there's still a good chance he could be game day ready. But I, the way they've trended with injuries this year, that might be a sign, though, that he won't be back and they could shelve him. So I'm really not sure what to think of Olave heading into this week. Obviously, if he's a full tomorrow, I'd say no doubt he's back on for Sunday's game. But if he's limited again, that's obviously not a guarantee. Yeah, and so last week, both he and Pete Werner were DNPs all week, so it was pretty clear they weren't going to go. This week, I think it's going to be questionable, and you're going to see on game day how they're feeling. But, yeah, I think Alave is a guy who you really want to have out there. You know, And the thing is, like the emergence of Caden Ellis has made Pete Werner's absence more more palatable. Like You can survive it. Whereas Alave is, you know, as, as great as Rashid Shahid has been, I don't want him being the wide receiver one if you can avoid it, right? I, I like what he can do, but I, I also would like yeah. to see Chris Olave out there. Well, let's just go down the injury report uh, well, one time. You, so You mentioned Ellis, too. I got a little worried because he's on there, but he's a full go. Yeah, he's got a hand injury, right? And so, like, but hand injuries usually won't keep you out of the action unless it's significant. Like, Marshawn Lattimore played with a hand injury last year. He played with a broken thumb. He just put a cast yeah. on it. He might not be catching interceptions, but no one is catching interceptions anyway. So, oh. as you mentioned... Caden Ellis is on there with a hand injury. Justin Evans, he left week 16 with a shoulder injury. He is on the injury report with that injury. He's been limited the last two days. Marshawn Lattimore, limited again. He's been limited for like the last 17 years with with his abdomen injury. Still limited. Marcus May, shoulder injury. He's DNP the last two days. Feels like you're going to be without him again. It's been a really difficult season for him from an injury perspective. Mentioned Chris Olave. He's been limited the last two days with the hamstring. Andres Pete dealing with the ankle injury. He's been DNP both days. I would be surprised if he gets out there. And it's just another another injury plague season for Andres Pete. He was, Brian he was definitely in a lot of pain on that game. He, yes. You could definitely tell he was really hurting from whatever. I think it was the left ankle. 
Yeah, but he and he went into it with he's dealing with an illness, which right. I, I don't know if, what illness causes ankle injuries, but it seems like they're they have been contagious for the Saints this year. Ryan Ramchek it was a DMP on Wednesday, limited Thursday with an illness. Dwayne Washington still out with an illness, migraine. still with those migraines. And then Pete Warner, hamstring, limited the last two days. There's one player I did not mention there, dun, and it dun. is Alvin Kamara, who is listed with a quad injury, and he's missed the last two days of practice, but it's also listed as a personal thing. And here is what DA had to say on his absence when we asked him about it on Wednesday. Well, look, I'll just say I don't want to get into his personal business. I'll let him, uh, you know, say uh, what he wants to say about it. But he was he was not here today due to a personal issue. Whatever no that means. About, yeah, and no mention about it. You know, he's also dealing with a, a quad injury. Right. He is listed with an injury, <laughs> which is strange. It so is. is it personal or is it an injury? Like, would he be practicing? I, I don't know. But he also scrubbed his Instagram. Nothing on it whatever you want to take from that. I have a feeling it's court related, right? Like, I guess, I don't, I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's not a great look. The good news is that if it is personal, missing practices isn't the end of the world and he could still, he could DMP all three days and still play if the quad injury isn't deal, anything he's dealing with, right? But it's still not what you want to see three days before the game. No, it's been a really odd season all around and just, you know, the latest chapter here with Alvin Kamara it's it's definitely a question mark but yeah I think if he comes back for you Friday you know and is able to practice full you obviously feel better about going into the game you know he knows uh the offense I would I would think inside and out kind of deal but yeah I mean this is this is a pretty big one uh I mean they all are every every week but uh the, the team's on a roll and they need one of their top weapons to try and take down the top team in the NFC. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not, if it is a personal thing and he can it, like, he doesn't even need to practice as long as he's in communication with the team and he's going through meetings and stuff. And we don't know if that's the case or not, but we'll find out more tomorrow. Obviously the funny thing is if you go down the Eagles injury report, <laughs> this is like, you want to see what, what, what you can do when you're 13 and two, they have yeah. listed, there's 15 players on here. Eight of them were listed as getting rest. Oh, isn't that nice? Getting rest. And then all eight of them today were listed as limited. So they've they're 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 making sure that they're feeling good. They're getting their naps in. The big concern um, I would say for Philly is uh, AJ Brown. Yeah. So yeah, there's a well, few quarterback a few, too. But he is also listed as knee slash rest. So. Whatever that means. But yeah, A.J. Brown, it wasn't a bad hit that he took. I, I was watching that live and he didn't look, you know, it wasn't, it was the type of hit that you see and you're like, oh man, I hope he didn't blow out his knee. Like it was, it's okay. that type of hit. And yeah. he, he came back and he played in the game, but you know, you, you never know when it's like, oh, well, he's going to go for imaging. He's going to have like a slight tear in his, in his MCL or something like that. Right. And he might, he might be trying to play through it. Like Alvin Kamara did a few seasons back. Like you can do that. If you're if you're willing, but yeah, so that's something. He's listed with a knee injury. He's been limited the last two days. Defensive tackle Jordan Davis, highly drafted rookie. He's been dealing with a concussion, but he was full in practice today, so it's likely he's on the field. Jalen Hurts, quarterback, DMP on Wednesday with that shoulder injury. It's the right shoulder, so it is his throwing shoulder. They specified that in the injury report, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, um, and then he was limited today. It's his first day back at practice in a couple weeks, so. You know, maybe it's a smoke screen. Maybe, maybe he's not going to play and it's still going to be Gardner Minshew, but it just means that the Saints 
have to plan for both eventualities. They don't have a choice. And obviously, you know, Gardner Minshew, next man up mentality, but he's obviously not that level of an MVP candidate in Jalen Hurts. But we saw him able to put up points against a, a uh, Cowboys defense that's not bad at, not been bad at all this season. Now, Gardner Minshew is, is more than capable of winning this game for the Eagles. Yeah. But I do think that Jalen Hurts does things specifically that the, that the Saints really struggle to defend. And so if you're the Eagles... You would much rather, even if even if Jalen Hurts is limited from a throwing perspective, his his ability with his legs and the way he the way he stresses the defense, the Saints specifically, you know, I think it it's you would if you're the Saints, you'd much rather see Gardner Minshew, and I think that oh. tells you what you need to know from uh, absolutely. The- I just I wonder, are they going to risk the throwing shoulder getting damaged further? And I know this is right. an important matchup for him, obviously, because you want to lock up that one seed. And if you do happen to drop this game, suddenly you got your little, you know, butt cheeks clinched a little tighter having to face the Giants in the finals because it's a division game and you know the Giants would love to 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 mess with Philly. Yeah, we're gonna talk to we're gonna talk to Dave Spadaro and he might be able to let us let us in on just how tight those butt cheeks are clinched these days. But let's let's go down. So obviously Lane Johnson's another one, right tackle. You know, he might be out for the year. He's dealing with a groin injury that's significant. He's been a DNP the last two days. He will not be playing. It's a big um, loss. We can just say that right now. Avante Maddox, cornerback, toe injury, DNP on Wednesday, but he's not listed with any designation for today, which I don't know why. Maybe they just maybe it was just a typo. So we don't know. But yeah, that's their that's their injury report. Miles Sanders is the other one. He's right. dealing with a knee injury, DNP on Wednesday, limited on Thursday. So, so the Eagles, everyone's dealing with injuries at this time of the year. It's just, you know, it's it's a matter of how well you handle them. It will be interesting if Alvin doesn't go, how the Saints kind of uh, manage that. Because right now, David Johnson would probably move up to RB1. Yeah, or we maybe, seen Dwayne maybe Washington this, forever. Yeah, Dwayne Washington, I would be surprised if he gets back on the field. But, you know, so is it the Eno Benjamin game? Do you just do you just put Eno Benjamin at RB1 and let him go and keep David Johnson at the RB2 slot? That's what I would do, personally, because I think you've got, you've got enough time to learn the offense. and I And I think you want to see him featured over these final two weeks if possible even if it's not this week i would want to see it next week so kind of figure that out do we get it to see some uh, kirk merritt at running back i don't think you see kirk merritt at running back but you might see him at wide receiver <laughs> like i don't think you need an extra running back i just think it's a question of how what you how you split up eno and david and i would like to see eno be featured over david being featured because i've you know what you need to know about david johnson right but i don't think like Kirk Merritt at running back was just a uh, was a training camp experiment. We, I, I would think we'd see a lot more Taysom though too doing doing his thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna see Taysom, but again, like we've said this before, he's not a running back. He's not gonna line up under center. Or he's not gonna line up behind the quarterback and take a handoff. No. You need a running back to do that. So like you're gonna see a lot of Taysom, and you might inco- you might use more Taysom than normal in his role because you don't have the running back to take up a lot of that, but you're still going to need a featured running back because that's how your offense works. You know, I'm typically I'm, – I'm not a fan of, you know, the two-quarterback system, but it, I feel like it really benefits the Saints. Taysom gives you that change of pace from a reliable Andy Dalton who doesn't get rattled by getting a little out of rhythm, rhythm just, just because I guess he's not really in a, a, a really a groove ever. Because but, you know what I mean. Rattled? Is that the change of pace? <laughs> no, well, but, yeah, it, it, I, I, I like the heavy mix of Taysom in there with, with Andy. 
Well, I do think that if you if you had, you know, there's a few things that you can say Andy Dalton has done well this year. You know, he's completed a lot of his passes. He has a high completion percentage. He's played well on in 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 big moments to an extent. Like he obviously hasn't led any game winning drives or anything like that. But you know, third and long, third and mediums, he's been efficient. Um, but the other thing he's he's done well is he and Taysom have, for the most part, meshed well in yeah. those in those games where he's constantly coming off the field. It's not an easy thing to do, right? Like it's not something that these quarterbacks, especially NFL quarterbacks in college, maybe, but in the NFL, you know, it's not something you're expecting, you know, to, to be like, Oh, I, I, I completed a nice ball. I'm coming off the field or I'm, I'm lining up out wide. Like, like Drew Brees got used to it over the last few years of his career. Jameis did it. Okay. You know, we never really saw like them fully, fully unleash it with Jameis. But I think Andy has, has done a good job uh, as you've, because I mean, this this is a lot. This is the most we've ever seen the Saints' starting quarterback come off the field or come out from behind center in games, right? You never saw this type of this this amount of it with Drew. You saw a lot of it, but you didn't see it consistently. You're not talking about like nine carries for Jason from the quarterback position because they've all been from the quarterback position. So yeah, I mean, I think that's something Andy has handled well. Yeah, like I said, I I don't know. It just it's the the flow of it seems to work. I just, for some reason, feel like that we could even have more Taysom. I guess I'm being greedy, but I want I want more Taysom. Like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Christopher Walken more wanted cowbell. more cowbell. Yeah, yeah, I need more. I need more Taysom. Well, at a certain point, you're just starting Taysom, right? <laughs> Taysom's the quarterback, um, and maybe he should be. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, like, I think you should have just played Taysom the entire game against the Browns. I don't see why. Like I don't, I don't see why switching helped you in that game. Like I think Taysom should have just been the quarterback. Um, but I think that's something that uh, you know makes it a little more difficult. If dude, this, this you should know by by now this this coaching staff definitely has a love affair slash infatuation with Andy, and I think that's that's just their dude. Can't I can't I can't argue with that. It, all it, the that's evidence what it really just seems like you know. Yeah. I mean, all the evidence points to that being this being reality. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna challenge it because at this point <laughs> there's nothing to challenge it with. But all right, that's the injury updates heading into week 17. Saints playoff hopes on life support, but they still do exist. <laughs> Saints need to win this game and then hope for some help from the Panthers. But you know, I mean, it's like all you can do is go win your game and see what happens. And you know, if you can go down there and beat the Eagles, go up there, I should say, and beat the Eagles. That's still like, you're still talking about a huge win and a huge momentum boost and a huge confidence builder for this team. And if Dennis Allen is your coach next year, this is the type of game you're going to look at and be like, okay, well, this is what this team can do is to win this game. So that is something. And we're going to talk a lot more about the Eagles and what to expect with Dave Spadaro, host of the Eagles Insider Podcast. That's coming up next segment. Stay tuned. Check it out. Hit the subscribe button. If you haven't yet, you're dead to me. Just kidding. Just do it. No, we don't have to keep asking you. All right. Stick around. 